Welcome in to a very moody sports show. I'm Daniel Moody. And this is Zach Whittington. Episode 85. More importantly, 25. Happy birthday, Dan. Thank you, Zach. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yes, uh, birthday turned 25 today. No big deal. Zach, are you a birthday guy? You make a big deal of birthdays? What's, what's, what's your birthday routine? You see, we come from different birthday worlds, Daniel. What is the date today? June 10th? June 10th, yes. My birthday is December 18th. So you are in smack dab in the middle of the year. No one's even thinking about holidays. No one's thinking about presents. No one's thinking about anything. It's hot. I'm go outside. Me? It's the season of giving. I'm one week pre-Christmas. I'm in just the festive mood already since Thanksgiving. And then you just put my... There's a three-week period where it goes my birthday, Christmas, New Year's, all on the same day, three day, three weeks in a row. Party season. So, Party season. I mean, my birthday, I've always had a small birthday because you know Christmas is coming up in a week. So I have had very modest birthdays my whole life. However, sixth grade, rented out Gaddy Town, had the whole kindergarten. Ooh. No, not sixth grade. Six years old. Six years old, that's fine. Rented all Gaddy of Gaddy Town out, had the whole kindergarten class in there. Gaddy Town is something that, like, people younger than us, people who are, like, I guess graduating high school now probably and stuff like that, don't know what the Gaddy Town experience was like. And, like, if you do, you know how great it was. So it's like a Frankie's Fun Park. It's like an arcade. This is at the tail end of arcades being alive. This is the years 2000, 2001. My parents got every kid a $5 game pass for kindergarten. $5 in the year 2001 for each kid? It's a pretty big deal. But what's your best birthday to date, Daniel? I know you got a bigger family, too, so there's more siblings there. Um, <clears throat> Birthday-wise, uh, as a kid, we used to have a routine of going out with our grandma. We would all, There was always just like, you go see a movie, get a present, get lunch. That was Fire. a cool thing, have the birthday. Now, and you know, as we got older, turned more into just like, close family brother sisters mom dad we do dinner go out to eat or whatever like i get to choose the meal um but this year i actually did get a fair good a fair amount of christmas present or birthday presents didn't expect it but my mom and my sisters and brother and stuff got me uh some triumph gear i got some shorts got a new practice jersey got the green uh home jersey now as well so add that to the list of jerseys and then i also got like a cup new glass uh beer glass and stuff oh, like that like a protective they, cup you no, have a whole soccer no, uniform they got me, they got me a ton <laughs> you got shin guards and cleats shin guards cleats i'm ready to play man. i was about to say what john piece, what john piece of your day not have <laughs> um yeah i got i got decked out with that that's cool um so but i'm not you know typically i'm not a big birthday person like i typically have this thing where i work i work on my birthday a lot i worked all day today I try to get through my work day without anybody realizing it's my birthday. You're one of those people. I'm one of those people. You just sort of go about it. I always say, Zach, don't you? I'm celebrating my birthday <clears throat> today, and it's great. But you know what? Somebody else is celebrating their birthday as well. And so, you know, shout out to them too. They got a birthday. Shout out to those people. So you're a communal birthday. A communal guy. birthday. Shout out to everybody on June 10th. We a squad. Don't we, you we hate? the coworker that announces your birthday to the rest of the team. I don't hate it. My boss still does it typically, but like it doesn't bother me, but you know, it's like god. I was close. I was close. I got probably like 2 o'clock today before Pete anybody said anything. Unwanted attention at work is 
Sometimes not a good thing. Sometimes appreciated, though. Sometimes appreciated. Happy birthday, Dan. Appreciate Episode it. 25. Episode 85. Any huge 85s in your head popping I'm gonna off? I'm going to be honest, Zach. Not off the top of the dome. Chad Ochocinco. just hit the dome as soon as that. <laughs> I said no. Let's think of tight ends. Um, Can't think of any on the fly. Let's think of other 85s. I ain't got it. It's I mean, be, Chad's got to be the best. One. I Am did I see Baron Davis wore eighty-five for the New York Knicks at one point. That's so cool. Not as not as illustrious as eighty-five Chad Johnson. We're really disservicing some people who wore eighty-five. Most um, likely, unless Chad Johnson's the best. I who, mean, great segue, Daniel. Of course, we're going to talk about Chad Johnson because he just had his first boxing match over the weekend. Did he really? Yes, he got. Knocked down, not knocked out. He had what people said was the best fight of the night. Chad Johnson against some guy, whatever, I don't know. And then later in the night, Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather. A good old hugging fest. Um, Floyd Mayweather obviously dominated, even knocked Logan Paul, who weighed 35 pounds more and is like four or five inches taller, stumbling, but caught him and kept him up kept off him the ground. standing. Yeah, so uh, Logan Paul, 0-2, or there was no decision? or I think it was no decision. Knockouts um, were valid, but no one got knocked out, and it was a no decision. I there mean, was also, it was more of an exhibition. Bro, I, based on a lot of the, the coverage I've heard post, you know, these past few days, this was a lot, like, this was an obvious money grab, but, like, also... Floyd and them were leaning into it. Like I, some of the comments Floyd was making, it's like you could just tell he was there for the ten million. He said he's paycheck. a professional bank robber, a professional legal bank robber. Yeah, he is a legal money stealer. He is took everybody's money for a fake fight. I streamed it. I, I didn't pay for it, but uh, somebody stand up during after he nearly knocked him out, where he easily could have knocked him out at any moment. Here's and we my act thing. like Logan Paul did great. You're getting paid this much to box in matches that don't count. I need to get into boxing. <laughs> like, this is some paychecks. Like, if you look at the top paid athlete each year, it's still Floyd Mayweather year after year off one fight. Well, and when you're doing these spectacle style fights, it's like Jake Paul's fight with the the that he had previously Askren. with Ben Askren. That was the most money Ben Askren has ever made off a fight, and he's been retired for multiple years at this point. And Jake Paul's going up against Tyrone Woodley, right? Tyrone, yeah, Tyrone the biggest Woodley. paycheck. I do believe this has got to stop at some point where one of these guys got to be like, yeah, I'm going to get in the ring with you, but like, I'm not going the eight rounds with you. Like, I'm going to knock you out. I w- Tyrone Woodley needs to, somebody needs to do something. I think Jake but Paul's more of a legitimate fighter than Logan Paul. But that being said, you're still like, man, it's still just obvious money grab after money grab after money grab. Yeah, but that's why we're in it. These, the Pauls are the biggest con men they're a modern-day con men. I mean, they're working hard, and they're doing a bunch of different stuff, but they're just good at the art of making money, obviously. They've done it since Vine, and they've become YouTube stars, and now they're boxing stars, and they're just getting these fights under their belt so the fight against each other is actually a huge payday for both of them, and then they can do a saga, make three of them. What if Jake Paul keeps winning these fights and actually goes and wins like a middleweight belt or something, you know? Then I I, I will say, I think Jake Paul has a, more of a chance just based Logan on... Logan looked But that being said, like, Jake Paul's beating Ben Askren and, you know, super quick, but like Ben Askren, yet again, retired, out of shape, took the fight, 
and just did not. He like he he didn't really prepare for. Yes, it. He wasn't Tyrone really Woodley's going to show up without yeah. a beer belly, but at the same time, Tyrone Woodley's a shell of himself, or at least probably. And he so, says he wants to beat his ass and shut him up, but at the same time, it's like. I could easily see Jake Paul winning this boxing match. Tyrone Woodley was an MMA guy, not a boxer. He's it's also boxing. an older man now. Like it's not like he's a young guy. He's not a young buck in the game. Like he's an old dude. So like Jake Paul's beating up old guys. Cool. Cool. <laughs> um didn't expect the fighting talk right off the bat, but Yeah, uh, well that's it stuff. I mean it's the Pauls keep making it into our damn sports show. But uh <laughs> golf? We have any golf talk? I mean, not really, other than, you know, the PGA Tour is going along. We're, I think we're going to play some we, golf. We're going to be playing some golf soon. I've, I've been wanting to get on the course. We are in the thick of the PGA Tour, you know, uh, FedEx Cup at this point. But, you know, I did see big news actually coming from this past weekend. John Rahm uh, tested positive for COVID-19 on the final day of the memorial uh, in Ohio and had to leave with a, when he was had a six-stroke lead. He was leading by six strokes in the final day and did not get to finish the competition. So unfortunate, but that opened the door for uh, Colin Morikawa uh, and Cantlay to have a uh, you know a final hole, a uh, sudden death hole, and Cantlay gets the win for the Memorial. So Colin Morikawa, though, Kid, you're gonna be watching. I think he doesn't win all the time, but you're gonna see him in the final top of the top of the scorecards a lot in the next few years. All right, important question, Dan. When golfing, are you a beer per hole type of guy? I <laughs> every time I've played golf so far, I have never drank. I've drank. I have not drank my last like three times golfing, and I like it. It's much more. I just don't know. Like I like a one beer would be cool, but like. A beer per hole, like I, bro, I'm not gonna finish the round. Pack. I'm not gonna finish the round. Like I'm gonna be sleeping in the golf cart. You eat a sandwich at the turn. Pack of crackers. Say, last time I played, played with Andy and Lane at Pebble Creek. We got a little sandwich at the turn, dude. That Sammy smacked. It was so good. Good Holy feeling. Crap. Good feeling. Stop off. Use the bathroom inside at the turn. Get you a snack. Had a great that time. snack bar you hit you hit the 10th hole got a little bit of a full belly that drive you're a little calmed down it's not the first hole you've done nine of them it's usually a good drive off the tee on number oh, 10 it's terrible i got worse and worse as i the said day went usually. On. Usually, <laughs> usually usually is usually. a strong word there there's also you could eat that food at the turn and you you <laughs> shut you down shut you down you could or you, you've just been terrible the whole time and you just keep that consistency sometimes what your golf game doesn't need is two chili dogs at the turn oh, but the chili dog nobody needs two chili dogs at the turn at all i'm gonna I'm give your me. intestinal tract does not need the two chili dogs from toshi pack of crackers water bottles maybe a gatorade I, now i've done my fair share of drinking on the golf course and i get per, i drink a lot and i end up like a whole 15 uh, my head hurts and i don't want to keep swinging this club anymore and i'm you hitting them grumpy. all over the place exactly i get grumpy and it feels like the round takes forever i'm telling you water gatorade toast cheese crackers go get mexican food after good day man good day on the links is so relaxing even if you score Literally triple over what par is on the course. It I'm gonna find us. A, I'm gonna find us a tea time for. We this should weekend. play Pebble Creek if we can, but it's gonna be packed. Anyways, early. Nobody wants to hear about our tea time, Zach. Yes, they we got do. NBA. That's why listening. We got 
NBA playoffs. We in the thick of it. We are in the thick of it. I know, Zach. I'm sorry that your that your Hornets are not in the playoffs. But have you been watching? Have you been keeping up with the games? Obviously, you're yeah. Are I've NBA watched a lot buff. of them. I can't believe your freaking Hawks are here, dude. I was going to leave them for last, but let's talk about my Hawks. I mean, how are you going to leave them for last? Uh, Lloyd Pierce, worst coach in the NBA, question mark? About to get a new job probably after the season. Pacers just fired their coach, so they'll be looking for a coach. Lloyd the Pacers Pierce. had Nate McMillan, and he's gone. <laughs> Look what he's doing. with. You don't want Lloyd Pierce. <laughs> you know exactly how Nate McMillan coaches, and he took Lloyd Pierce's philosophy and changed it to his, and this team is that good. And you're gonna take Lloyd Pierce? I'm not. I'm not slandering Lloyd Pierce. No, I feel I'm just you. blown away at the Hawks since I mean, this move happened. Since the move, uh, regular season, I think they were like thirty set, like thirty three and like fifteen or something. Outstanding, made it in the fifth seed, first round against the New York Knickerbockers, and mm-hmm. Jesus did the Lord and everybody else. It was a gentleman sweep, right? Gentleman sweep. They took the fur. We took first game. They got the second game uh, at, at, in New York, and then we went three straight, closed them out in New York. Uh, Trey Young, big time three right at the end of the game to ice it, uh, put him up by about 10, I think, and he hit a bow at, center, at the center court of the Mecca. And, you know, I love that. I love that Trey Young's leading into the bit of just the, uh, the, the, the villain, if you will. And uh, so, yeah, now second round against the Sixers, two games in. 1-1, we were able to take one on the road first game, but Joel Embiid game two, Zach. Oh, my God. A 40-burger on a busted meniscus. Insane. I don't know what we're going to do. Uh, Hawks don't have DeAndre Hunter. We're trotting Solomon Hill as our four out in the starting lineup. I see your face. That's my exact face, Zach. You can't do shit with that. Trey Young needs a 40-burger every night, too. <sighs> And Capella, you just got to defend without getting into foul trouble. But, you know, Embiid, it's hard. Embiid's huge. Embiid's huge. Let's think. Uh, Boston got eliminated. Danny Ainge stepped down. Brad Stevens stepped up. Looking on the coaching search, Brad Stevens now the director of basketball operations. Kind of a crazy move. That was a, yeah, that was a wild series of Talk about the come the up for the youngest looking guy in the NBA front office. Like, he went from Butler. Straight to the coach of the Celtics. Straight to the director of the Celtics. What's the next promotion? Is he going to be Michael Jordan with his next promotion? He's going to be the owner of the Celtics. He's just going to be. He's going to own the Celtics. He's going to become the center court logo of the Celtics. <laughs> he's going to be the leprechaun. He's going to literally be Adam Silver's assistant in two years, and he's going to be the next commissioner at this rate. At this rate, Brad Stevens twenty thirty for office. <laughs> what are we doing? We'll here? see what happens. <laughs> He's taking his coach's VP. Oh, boy. <laughs> the, there's a funny running joke in the Miami community after the Heat got swept in the first round. Could add James Harden for Tyler Hero. But, man, Pat Riley and them loved Hero. Um, And, you know, you sort of got convinced off that one playoff game where he had, you know, whatever, 40-some, 35 points, whatever, carried the Heat. Definitely, without him, would have not won that, what I think was a critical game. Um, James Harden. But, yeah, man, in reality, he I, – I looked it up yesterday. Field goal percentage in 2019-2020, first year in the league, 0.42. 43% this year. Literally increased by 1%. Not really what you want to see as far as a leap for the second year, especially for a player who showed so much in his first. So, not ideal. 
I don't know what if Tyler Hero is going to be really a max player or anything like that at any point, but like he's you, not. You look ridiculous now. The Heat. The Heat look. James ridiculous Harden's a top without, five offensive talent ever. James Harden is currently injured. Nets playing the Bucks in the second round. Bucks eliminated the Heat. Nets eliminated the Celtics. Um, the Nets up 2-0 on the Bucks in the series. Going they were up back 50 to, points at one point. 50 points in the in the second game. Going back to Milwaukee, Bucks have to figure something yeah, out. Yeah, that's tonight. We'll see if Giannis steps up, plays some defense and some offense. Because, I mean, Kevin Durant's got his best numbers of his career. Kyrie is actually playing out of his mind. you got a good supporting cast. The resurgence of Blake Griffin. That is the stunner to me, I feel like. I never thought I'd see it. So you know how I was talking crap about him not getting up? He had a couple good dunks where he definitely is showing his elevation again. Still, it ain't like it used to be, but he was hustling hard in Detroit. He's working as hard as possible for these Nets, for sure. Because this he's the type of guy you might not bring back next year. Well, and so this, get is, your this title. is probably his only chance. Like Because I will say, like with the way they're playing, the Nets – are probably the team to beat in the East and in the NBA. In the NBA, because like the the West, they look good. There's a few teams in the West that look good, but like overall, the Nets. If you get Harden back for the finals, like you know they're gonna, they're going to go out even there. without them. Who cares? Even without them, and I still question the defense, but like you can't. Their offense, they're they they have turned up the defense a good bit against like the Bucks now doing it two two nights in a row against the Bucks sort of or not two nights in a row but two games in a row against Buck sort of have convinced me more that your defense is legitimate than just what you did against the Celtics but so we'll just kick it out west we can play taps we can be sad we can shed a tear pour a beer out LeBron and the Lakers I mean you know I personally Gone. I like the fact that there's some variance that the Lakers aren't back in it again that the Heat aren't back in it either like I'm cool with these new teams, and if Anthony Davis is not healthy, I don't know what that team expects. Like if they like, did they genuinely think without Anthony Davis they were going to win against the Suns? Well, in the you expect LeBron series? to step up, and he was just hanging out at the three point line, letting everything happen, and the team implode. You expect Kyle Kuzma to do something in a consistent basis. He does not. You expect Sh- Schroeder who you're paying this money to do something. You expect Drummond to do something. Marcus Hall to do something. You expect these players to help, and they just weren't. They just – I mean, Schroeder had a good game or two, but LeBron should have been driving to the basket scoring 40 well, a game, well, and he didn't even have his foot on the gas. I mean, with LeBron, I was like – I'm going to tell you, if I'm LeBron sitting there watching that team without Anthony Davis against the other team, the Suns, that is already looking – over dominant against the Nuggets and the MVP of the league and and the Joker. Um, But if I'm LeBron watching that, bro, we're going to take it easy. Cause like, yeah, all the memes are out. He's going to drive down the lane. He's going to go up. He may get injured. And then like, cause he's already said, he's not going to be a hundred percent in his career again. He needs to save his body for next year. And he does not need to go as hard during the post during the regular season and they need to figure out how to keep Anthony Davis healthy for a longer than like a three-month stretch. Anthony Davis has done it his whole career. It's just the nature of the beast and his genetics. I do foresee Damian Lillard probably coming to the Lakers this offseason. I see that happening. Getting another somebody that can make their own shot. That you got to have score a by guard. Kimba Walker would have been great for the Lakers. 
Um, he's kind of similar to Damian Lillard, but Damian Lillard's obviously a better player. But um, you saw the news, right, on LeBron? Mm-mm. Changing his number. No, I did not. See he that. wanted to change his number to number three earlier this year and give Anthony Davis twenty three. They shut it down. NBA shut it down because they were selling way too Jersey many sales. LeBron twenty threes. But LeBron has officially announced he's going to number six. Oh, the number he wore in Miami when he won his two titles. Headband LeBron. The memes of LeBron bent over with his eyes looking up with the goatee that was unstoppable. So it's basically. For it's a couple things. LeBron wants to get two jerseys retired, just like Kobe, which is kind of, you know, don't be like that. Secondly, this is a sign that LeBron, you understand by changing your number to six, whether you wanted to or not, whether you're trying to avoid the Michael Jordan comparisons, you have to play like you did when you wore six last time. He was unstoppable. 45, 12, and 10. That's what he did last time he wore number six. And you have to do that because that's what everyone's expecting out of you. If not, you stop with the dramatic stuff, LeBron. Like this so is another dramatic. It's another episode of you being dramatic, and this is why you call us polarization because you do this, and when you don't perform up to it, you're going to make excuses, be like it's just a number change. Like no, you changed to the number where you were the most dominant player in the league, winning MVPs back to back. Either you're going to do it or you're going to suck and retire and fade off into the sunset. Bang! I love it, dude. Mike drop on it. That's it. I agree, dude. He's always dramatic. It's always something. He's always making a big deal out of this happening and this happening. But, like, when it doesn't work out, he's got those built-in excuses for that not working out. It's just ridiculous, man, the LeBron narrative. I see the Lakers shaking it up this offseason. Anthony Davis still here. KCP's still there. Um, maybe Schroeder's still there. And then LeBron's still there. Everyone else up for grabs. It's time to – you got to bring in depth. You got to bring in shooters. You got to bring in people that can fend that are not 38 years old, Marcus All, 35 years old, broken down because LeBron's breaking down and he needs to be the only old guy on your team. You got to have some, maybe some vets, but they can't be playing. They need to be telling these young guys how to play playoff basketball. So I don't know what you're going to do. Well, in the final playoffs matchup uh, in the West uh, is Utah Jazz versus the uh, LA Clippers, uh, who the Clippers. Game seven against Game the seven Mavs. Game seven Mavs. Kawhi looked like old Kawhi. P- Paul George looked like typical playoff Paul George, but, you know, he actually hit a couple shots. Um, but the Clippers were able to pull it off. First game against the Jazz did not go that great. I not mean, ideal. They'd struggled a lot two games prior to even make it to the second round. So give the Clippers seven and – it's enough time for them to prove themselves. You are going up against third, three out of the last four-year winner, Defensive Player of the Year, Rudy Gobert. And Donovan Mitchell, who I think is like, at this point in this playoff, asserted himself as the legitimate number one, no doubt, on that team. And I think he's, oh, he's been moving that. himself up. I think he's moving himself up in the num- like just sort of top, top tier, top echelon players in the league right now. Like Donovan Mitchell is having a breakout playoff right now, I feel. And yeah. it's sort of something you forget he does a lot, but I mean he's definitely can score off the dribble. I know I'm a little argumentative about Rudy Gobert winning Defensive Player of the Year again. There's only four players that have ever done it three times. Rudy Gobert. The last one before that was um, Dwight Howard. Before that it was Ben Wallace. Before that it was Akeem Olajuwon. Those are the only four players. And here's my thing: 
I don't think Rudy Gobert is that good a defense. I just think he's a seven foot two guy who actually guards the rim. And there's a lot of seven foot two guys who just stand out there on the perimeter and shoot and don't play defense. And that's why Rudy Gobert looks like he's doing so much defense. Rudy Gobert actually plays in the paint, actually block shots, actually contests stuff because he sucks on offense if it's not a dunk or a layup. And so that's why we think he's defensive player of the year. Other big men, I'm talking to you. Clint Capella, cool rebound. Play some defense. Rudy Gobert should not be three-time out of the last four player of the year on defense. Well, and I, I mean, Ben Simmons, I think, was probably the best defensive player of the year. Because he, um, he won't get exposed. He, he one doesn't through get five. One through you five. switch a guard on the Rudy Gobert at the top of the Pull key, him and out he's, the three he's point roast line? beef. That's literally what the game plan in the playoff against or the Escargo. Jazz usually is. It, we we um so yeah I, I do believe with the utah jazz rudy gobert probably didn't deserve a third in uh defensive player of the year but that being said when you're playing in a league that glorifies offense as much of as do- as it does like and you're the number one seed you're the number whatever. one seed if you can if you're leading i think if you lead the league in blocks at this point you're probably defensive player of the year just because it's like Look at that guy. He actually blocked some shots, unlike everybody else. But that's what I'm saying to you other centers. Boban, put a hand up. Um, Anthony Davis, put a hand up. If you're not injured. <laughs> um, Andre Drummond, put a hand up. Um, Blake Griffin, put a hand up. I mean, we need a segment. Put a hand up. Put a hand up. That's the segment. We're going to work on it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the playoffs at that point, I think has been a great playoffs. Also very excited for the fact that of all the teams left, the most recent NBA championship is for the Sixers, and I do believe that was back in the 80s. Um, and then I do believe the Hawks and only like one or uh, one other team have ever won a championship. All the other uh, teams have never won a championship. Yeah, so, I hope very cool. I hope the Suns win. Just Chris so Paul. I can give all the credit to Chris Paul. I mean, if the Suns win, a lot of people would like your Chris team was Paul the exact to get the same. ring. You added Chris Paul, you win the finals. But it's Devin Booker's credit. Devin Booker didn't even. I think Chris Paul will get. It has all the credit for what this team is at this point. I think. And I will say their playoff run has been assisted by DeAndre in a lot. DeAndre Ayton's played it fantastically. I didn't say anything about him. You think if they win the finals, they give it to Devin Booker just for the clout, or they give it to Chris Paul, the Finals MVP? Finals. It. I think. I think it's Chris Paul, unless Devin, Devin Booker, Booker has, like, like literally game. 40 every game or something, you know. If he has, like, the MVP-style series, then he'll win it. But outside of that, this is, the MVP is going to be Chris's Paul's if they're, they win the championship. What if it's DeAndre Ayton and you have big man MVP, big man defense player of the year, big man finals MVP? DeAndre Ayton probably could earn it if he goes out there and he's playing against like 20 and 20 and 9 will do it. If it's the 76ers versus the Suns and DeAndre Ayton shuts down Joel Embiid for a series, I think he can win the MVP. That's legit because I think Joel Embiid has been one of the most unstoppable offensive players in the league this year. Even Jokic, I think Jokic only won the MVP because of what they did without Murray there and on the back of Joker. So it's a lot. It's a big task to ask. And speaking of asking, we forgot to do trivia at the beginning of the pod, but we'll just go ahead and hit each other with trivia right now. Uh, I was going to hit you with the question. We know what you, you know, obviously leading, le- leading, uh, number one player 
in Clemson football history, single game passing yards would be most likely in your guess. Just the way you say that, it can't be Trevor. Trevor never played the second half. I'm going to say it was either Taj Boyd or Charlie Whitehurst. No. You got Colin the, Harper? No. So you got Taj Boyd, number two, 529. Number one, Deshaun Watson, 588. Really? Yes. Who is number three with 517, Zach? Kyle Parker. No. Will Proctor. Woodrow Dantzler. Woody Dantzler? There you go. He threw for a five-burger. 5-17-2001 at NC State. I didn't know you were going to ask me trivia about my own team, dude. I feel embarrassed. I'm sorry. I just, I did, I was I was thinking, I was like, we got to try to take I can't say Trevor, easy. I mean, Deshaun made sense, but I was thinking he was like a 480 guy, not a 500 plus dude, guy. Dude, 588, I didn't even look what game that was, but. All yeah. right, all right, I got a question for what you. What you got for me? On average, Daniel. In an American baseball game, nine innings, how long is there live action with the ball? In minutes. You got nine innings, usually takes like four hours. How many minutes of that is the ball actually live? Either on the ground, in the air, being thrown around, being pitched. I'm on gonna, average. I'm going to go with a bit of a price is right answer, just to give myself a little extra chance. Give me... 51 minutes. Er, what oh, you got? 18 minutes. Only of 18 live minutes. action. Holy cow. On average. In and a nine inning game. And people wonder why baseball is dying because we can't. Apparently, baseball out. was never living that long. I was going to say it only lives about 18 minutes. <laughs> and I'm spending most of that in line for beer or a hot dog. Peanuts. Peanuts. Get your peanuts. Butt scratch off. Butt scratch off. <laughs> All right. That's- All right. That's plenty. All right, Dan, you said let's get out of here quick. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. You got a lot of plans. So. Uh, no Greenville Triumph news. They've been off for about three weeks. Jesus, it sucks. I miss Trace my team. Semanas. They will be back this coming weekend, Sunday. I do believe we'll be on the road. Domingo. Um, so, yeah, definitely check that out. It'll be on ESPN+. Plus. Probably CW. I don't know. I don't get the CW on YouTube TV. Very sad about that. That's always a deal breaker for me with buying new cable services. I ask them very clearly, and I cannot be more accurate specific. and precise and punctual when I say, hello, cable provider slash streaming service. Do I get Fox Sports Southeast? And they answer the same way every time, Daniel. Yeah, you get FS1, you get FXX. I'm like, no, no, no. Let me start from the beginning. Do I get Fox Sports Southeast now? Bally Sports Southeast, rebranded by a betting company. But and then they're like, oh, wait, no, you don't get that. And I was like, that's fine. I appreciate the call. I'm not mad. We just have no further business. We have zero business. I do not need your service. I buy cable for one reason. Hornets and Braves. Hornets and Braves. Comes on one channel. Southeast. (laughs) Yeah. Southeast. The Hawks come on Southeast too. One of the alternates. Yeah, I do get. I back when I had PlayStation View, they had Southeast, and I get to watch my Hawks on the Southeast. You see, he understands PlayStation View. That's why you had business. That's why you did. And then you shut down out of nowhere. Sad. It's because too many people fall for the. Oh yeah, we have Fox, and then they sign Mm. up, and they're like, "Wait, you don't have my team." And then you sign your soul over for years and years. And then PlayStation View is like, "We tried to tell you guys, come to us." All right, guys, I think that's it. Birthday pod.
Chad Ochocinco, number 85. Um, I have no better player with 85. It's Chad Ochocinco. We'll catch y'all next week.